Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's Brandon. What the fuck just happened? What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? What a week, huh, Barry? What a fucking week. Yeah, yeah, what a fucking week. And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Who, no matter what's been happening with the Knicks season, he's always the same bland self. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's just who I am. You can set your watch by it. Did you stop watching each of the first three games in the third quarter? Did you make it all the way through? No. I didn't have to make the train, so of course I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's only when I got to make the train that I leave early. <laughs> and then you just wrapped your tongue around that drink in that the only way that Blandy can do. <laughs> what is up with the way he drinks? <laughs> do like people tell you that that is weird in, I don't, other than me? Usually people don't see me drinking from a straw, so I don't know. No one at work ever sees you drinking from a straw? No, I have a water bottle. Why do you wrap it, your tongue around the straw like that? Actually, you ever, you ever like go to the zoo and uh, you're like allowed to feed the giraffes? You ever yeah, see a way giraffe eats? Yeah. They wrap their tongue around what they're eating. That's basically what he's doing with the straw. That is what you're doing. Now you're doing it in a much more I've been more told exaggerated before, way. just in general, that I'm very giraffe-like. Yeah, Did you know Barry, the, ladies, the ladies have told you that? Yeah, very giraffe-like. Both of you guys have straws. And Barry just had a drink, and his tongue didn't leave his mouth at all. <laughs> okay. Well. He just he just opens his lips a very small well, amount. Right. I just deep throat the straw, that's all. <laughs> no, you don't. You drink it like you're wearing lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to get on the straw. You've seen that. Is that you don't want to get on the straw? You don't want to mess up the lipstick. Both. Uh, I, I don't know, Craig. <laughs> what the fuck is this going? Uh, this wherever going? you wherever you listen to this crazy show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that will transform even the nicest of Knicks fans into a rabid dog. Jay, play voicemail number three. Voicemail number three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's Ralph. He's still barking. A week later. <laughs> Listen, what do you think he's he barking about? Was that the whole voicemail? something that he loves. That's a whole voicemail. Two barks and a growl. That was it. He's the new DMX, Ralph. All right, everyone. If you're looking to place a bet, do what Barry does and head to betonline.ag. Barry, how's the betting going? I know the first night of NBA action, you, you unfortunately lost on those sad New Jersey Nets. Has it gotten any better? Yeah, I'm four and two on the season, Craig. I won two last night, and it looks like I'm going to win my bet tonight. So after tonight, let me just check the score. I should be five and two. Oh shit! Uh yeah. Well, it's very close. There's 18 seconds left. I could be five and two. <laughs> well, how how close? Who did you bet on? I got the Bulls. Uh, the Bulls minus two against the Raptors. They're they're up by four. Mm. Okay. They got to win by at least two. So so far they're okay if they keep it up for another 18 seconds. So what'll you be up, Ari? If you if you win this game and you're five and two, what's the up three hundred? All right. Well, if you want to be up three hundred or more or less, head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV fifty to receive your bonus. That's Believe fifty. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. What a week! The ups and downs of basically an entire Knicks season rolled into one week. Actually, they probably could have rolled into that first opening night game against the Celtics. Yeah, but it was we so held... exhilarating the oh. win at the end. You know, yeah. so you're right. These three games kind of encapsulated what 
the roller coaster of a season this probably is going to be. I've got a little bit. I don't want to dampen your whole thing here, Barry, but I got a little bit of an intro like I used to do. Run away with it. Run away with it, except for the times where you fucking just jump right in there. I'm going to sit back, Craig. <laughs> you don't have to sit back. <laughs> Give me a little fucking room here. That's right. It's your monologue. Go. <laughs> We we hold on to what would have been a devastating loss in double OT against the Celtics. Evan Fournier becomes the French king of New York in one fucking night. We need to one have night. him on. Why don't you go get him, Blandy? Right now? You want me to like dial yeah, him up? Work on that while you're just sitting there, all right? Okay. I'll see if I could get him on the line. <laughs> DM him. Julius Randle's looking better than he even did last season. Maybe. Obi Toppin looks like a fucking gazelle out there running in transition. He can't miss in transition, Barry. Barry's just nodding his head. Doesn't want <laughs> to <I don't> <laughs> interrupt. <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at. The Knicks fans go viral. Bing bong, fuck Boston, fuck Tom Brady. And my personal favorite, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Did you not love that video? Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a, a lot going on in that video. The Knicks set the team three-point record and destroy Orlando. Mitch gets hurt. He gets healthy. He gets hurt again. He gets healthy. Gets hurt again. He gets healthy again. I think all in like one game, two games. I, I was reading tweets. Like, that's it. We got to move on from Mitch. And then all of a sudden, he's back in the game. You see any tweets like that, Barry? <laughs> oh, it was scary. I, 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 don't, I don't remember seeing any tweets like that. But yeah, you're fucking scary. You saw the look on his face when he was laying on his back. He tweeted after that Orlando game, this, the, the second Orlando game, which we lost, by the way, which was, which was miserable. I'm all good. No worries. Just got to do better. Because everyone was worried about his knee. He looked like he went down for good. Came right, back in. It was in. actually his ankle, but it looked like his knee. Keevy1015 responded to him on Twitter. You playing great, bro. Just got to hit your free throws. And this was funny because Mitch actually responded directly to him. Ain't that the damn truth? I agree with you. Nice. I thought my bold prediction was going to be out the door. Just like like that, with him down on the ground like that. Yeah. So in one week we had just just it was just so up and down because because after two games we were so fucking high and then we dropped all the way down after the third game. Smack in the face. But Jay, before we even get to it, Jay, would you play? I want to play the Knicks viral video because we were excited to talk about it, and I don't think we should let this this Orlando game get us too down. So let's hear it, Jay. Okay, the whole thing you want to hear? The whole fucking 50, thing. It's 56 seconds, so okay, Right, so just go. fucking play the whole thing. Double fucking overtime! What the fuck, baby? New York is fucking back! Knicks are here, baby! The Knicks are fucking here, baby! Fresh out the corner, baby! We're taking it all the way! <laughs> De Blasio, we had Cuomo, it was rough shit! But we that was a weird one. New York! <laughs> Knicks run New York City! <laughs> Bing bong. Tell me a little something, KD. Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Knicks. Don't you regret not coming, <laughs> coming, to, coming the to the Knicks? Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Real talk, I'm from New York. And you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get that at all. I'm at Tom Brady. I need some bread, nigga. He represents Boston. 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 Yo, you thought Trey Young was still good? He still ain't good at Dyke, man. He's smoking <laughs> on that Boston pack tonight, you right? Fuck Trey Young. What did that guy say? So let's talk about this for a minute. Tom Brady owes him some bread? Is that what he said? What's that mean? Money. For what? Why does he owe him money? I don't know, but I mean, that's what bread is. And then that guy talking about we're smoking the Boston pack? What is that? Does somebody know? (laughs) What does that mean? We're not fucking cool enough to know what that means, are we? (laughs) This is what happens when you get three old white guys talking about, like, I, I don't know. Is that a, is that like a, a marijuana reference? Is that some kind of a blunt or something? A Boston We're smoking pack? on that Boston pack tonight? Like, like, what does that mean? Barry, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite character? Because there were a lot of fucking characters. Oh, it's so good. I don't know video. if you could win an Emmy for a fucking uh, YouTube video, especially like a two-minute <laughs> one, but whoever edited that together, the cadence of that video oh. was 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 brilliant it was great and so Jeez. many different characters that you you love yeah no it was the great the beard I don't, guy I don't, was the best the beard guy was the best the beard guy yeah yeah because he had two he had two shining moments in that video and both were were, were terrific yeah the, the hopping back and forth with the l sign and the <laughs> whatever he was doing with his throat there were so many good moments bing bong that guy going don't you, 
Unbelievable. Gee, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Just the way everyone yeah, yeah, said yeah. everything was fucking flawless. <laughs> right. right, it was great. <laughs> the Knicks. So good. Guys, three games in. Let's talk about some of the pluses and minuses so far, okay? Barry, what are those positive things you've seen through three games? Things, players, whatever you want to talk about. All right, I'm going to start with Julius. Um, you know, a lot of people thought that with the additions to this particular roster that there was no way Julius was going to be the same Julius, right? Yet you're seeing he's still getting the big piece of chicken at the dinner table. Um, you know, you look across his games, he had, you know, I think he put up two 30-pointers. He had a 21-point game. He was got a nine-assist game, a seven-assist game. This last game that they lost, uh, he went to the free-throw line 14 times. So he's still getting, you know, getting to do his thing, which is awesome. And the part of his game that I feel like is different is just his quickness and what he's been doing off the dribble. He's taken it to the hoop a lot more, I feel, than he did before. Like, and I mean straight to the hoop where he's throwing it yep. down. Um, he's been very impressive to me. Yeah, that dunk against Boston late, right? Yeah, I remember honestly if it was Boston. regulation or overtime because it's hard to remember. But he was one-on-one late in the game and drove oh. it, threw it down. Yeah, yeah, he looked like a guard. I think that actually gave them like a pretty decent lead like late. Yeah. yeah Do you no, know who leads moment. the team in blocks? It's just three games, but who leads the team in blocks so far? I I would guess either Barrett or Toppin. Julius Randle, 2.3 oh. blocks a game. His defense has been noticeably really... Actually, look, his defense, RJ's defense without a doubt. I mean, Toppin's defense. So uh, yeah, there are definitely positives that you can take from these three games. Yeah, on the season so far, Julius is averaging 28.7 points, 11.3 boards, 6.3 assists, 2.3 blocks, 1.3 steals. That's a good start to the season for for someone who I think we were all concerned, you know, was last season a fluke. It's clear. It's clear that he's just a fucking different player. Yeah. And look, dude, I know it's only three games, but NBA.com put out like this article just the other day about like 20 guys to keep your eye on for the MVP conversation and 20 guys Randall wasn't in there and he had already had like two amazing games to this point he was your MIP last year um I mean he was similar numbers look I mean Jokic is Jokic right but he was doing similar things to what Jokic did last year as far as you know the three big categories that he put into and where this team could potentially be I was a little I felt it was a little disrespectful that he wasn't on the list of 20. Not that I think he's going to win MVP of the league, right? Because it's, you know, going to be like nearly impossible to sustain this and who knows where they're going to finish in the seating. But he should have been mentioned, in my opinion. I'm surprised about the assists more than anything. You know, we talked about how that number was probably going to go down and to at this point to be leading the team. Yeah, leading the team in assists, right? Well, what yeah. you see is, I mean, you see all these shooters, right? Standing out on the perimeter where, you know, now he's got four guys around him when he's playing with Toppin that can knock down the three. And that's, you know, he, he, he's he been great at that where he draws two guys onto him and then somebody's left open and he finds him, even if they're all the way across the court. And sometimes it's a hockey assist because they have been moving the ball pretty well. Yeah, I saw this soundbite from him that, that you know, he, he was just talking about, and you love this from Randall, that he's not worried about his own game. He just wants the team to get better and wants everyone to get better around him. And you see that. We saw that last year. We're seeing that even more this year. He, he's he's really developed into a great leader on this team. Yeah, no, he's he's a leader. He's a winner. Another positive from so far in the season, in my opinion, Obi Toppin, which I mentioned before. Right, he didn't really come through in this third game. In this third game, the second one against Orlando, but those first two games, totally different player this season. Great on D. The way he's running so confidently and finishing everything that gets thrown his way. Yeah, doesn't matter it's where so he much is, fun where to the watch. ball is. Yeah, he Obi. It looks like Obi can do everything. Whereas when we drafted him, we thought maybe he could do one thing, which was dunk the ball. But now he can actually do everything. You know, he's 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 getting in on his defenders and he's getting his hands on the ball. He's high flying on both the defensive end in addition to the offensive end. And you know, hopefully his three point shot um, will get. Back to where we saw him doing it from the corners last year where, you know, he'll be a little more consistent knocking it down. But, yeah, what a great guy to have out there. And, you know, even when Taj was available to come in for Mitch when Mitch had to exit the game the other day, Tibbs went right to Toppin, you know, and had him out there with the small ball lineup with Randall at the five. Yeah, I think he and Randall look good together so far. They sure do. 
And if if you saw, there was a, a quote from Top, and I couldn't remember where it was that he said that that Randall has told him like when he gets the rebound, Randall, I mean, that he told Toppin to like leak out and start, you know, running down the court. Yeah, and, just you know, run, just go. He said, yeah, fi- and then you know, and he'll him. find him. Yeah. So just take off a split second or two early, and and he will find him. Yeah, and that, I mean that's super important to this team is, is the pace. They got to get out and transition. They got to do that more. Obviously, they didn't do it enough um, in this last game against Orlando. Yeah, Obi Toppin against Boston that first night, twenty eight minutes, which was a career high. So obviously Thibodeau, and we saw it in preseason, trusts Toppin or likes Toppin a lot more than he did last year. He's getting a lot of time now. He got he, he's averaging twenty one minutes a game, which by the way is a lot a lot more minutes. Then one of my disappointments so far through three games, Emmanuel quickly. Quickly, yeah. Hasn't done much. We talked about it after preseason. We said, you know, is there is there reason to be concerned? He didn't really do anything in preseason. Had a great summer league. Didn't do much in preseason. And now three games in. And he's, he's like, honestly, he's one of the last guys on the bench in that rotation. He is not getting a lot of time. You think that's because of Kemba and Rose being here? And Fournier playing so well, getting a lot of time. R.J. Barrett obviously getting time the two or three, and there's just not a lot of space for him. Yeah, I think I think last year it was out of necessity. I think we said that a couple of weeks ago. You know, they don't they don't need him to be that kind of explosive scorer this year because they're getting points from so many different places. Do you know who's leading the team in three point shooting through three games, Barry? Percentage wise, yeah, R.J. Derrick Rose. Fifty-eight point eight percent from three, Derrick Rose, who's obviously one of the big bright spots through three games. Right, you didn't think that that's what you were going to get from D Rose, yeah. and that's, I mean, it's he's been on point. There's just an amazing stat I saw from someone on Bleacher Report: the Knicks with Rose are a plus forty-nine, the Knicks with Kemba Walker minus seventeen, hmm. and those are the high, the high, the high guys on the Knicks. Derrick Rose is the most at plus 49, and Kemba Walker's all the way at the bottom with minus 17. Is there another starting point guard controversy brewing here? No. How long until some asshole Knicks fans are screaming, why isn't Derrick Rose starting? Kemba sucks. Oh, I'm sure. It's happening already, Craig, but yeah, tune that shit out. Right all right. It's working for them. Can we, can we wait like 15 <laughs> to 20 games into the season before we start like, I'm not you know, reconfiguring? It. No, I'm, ta- I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to anybody <laughs> that has that in their head. All right. Give, give them 15 to 20 games, please. You know, it's fine to appreciate what they're doing well and nitpick what's not going right, but you got to let them work through the shit and you got to let, you know, kind of time settle in and figure out, you know, what, what the numbers are. You can't base it off of just three games, especially the first three games of the season when everybody's still trying to get their feet wet. How about Evan Fournier so far? Have oh, you been impressed it. with what you've seen? I mean, he's a he's a, a little sloppy against Orlando in the second game, but everyone was. But his shot, those huge shots at the Garden opening night, your Nick debut, to do what he did late in the game and in overtime, just hitting those threes. He's obviously got big cojones, right? And yeah, he's doing... He's doing everything we thought he would do, but even better, or at least me. You know, for me, he's doing it better. Um, obviously, the clutch shots were big, but we know the guy can shoot. Um, but he's getting to the rim, um, and he's hustling on the defensive end. You know, you, you don't hear a lot about Fournier's defense, but you, what you can see is that he gets after it. You know, and that's what we need on this team. We need to get back to that grit. You know, I I expect, you know, I expect this week going against Philly. You know, in the letdown that this team had and and everybody was echoing the same thing was that they didn't bring the energy. They got outplayed, you know, just from a hustle standpoint that they're going to bring it and the the intensity is going to be up there back at the garden on Tuesday night. And Fournier is one of those guys that brings that. I think so too. Yeah, when they when they play with that intensity and turn on defensively. I mean, we were concerned about them having a drop off defensively from last year. But I don't know that they will with with the way RJ's playing D, with the Fournier edition, the way Randall's playing, the way Toppin is suddenly playing D. And you got Mitch back, and he's bigger. And, and, and we should talk about Mitch. He's bigger. He feels a little, it seems a little slower, but he's just getting his feet under him, right? Because he missed so much time. Yeah. But he is playing really well, really well. He's averaging 12 boards a game, nine points, 
And he's not even in playing shape. Right, right. He's second in the NBA in field goal percentage, you know, just above 80%. You know, we know Is he? he I didn't Wilt even know that. Yeah, he broke Wilt's record, you know, uh, just a couple of yeah, years yeah. ago. So that's, well, that's his, what one of his MO. Shoot from two feet in front of the basket. Or you <laughs> that's right. But there was a play, and I think it was this last Orlando game where he went up for a two handed jam, and one of the guys in Orlando like wrapped their hand around his wrist and yeah. didn't phase Mitch at all, you know. So he definitely is showing the strength. Yeah, you're seeing that. Uh, like at every game, you're seeing an instance where he would not have been able to do something. It's either pulling down a rebound, throwing one down, getting the end one, which he wouldn't have been able to do last year during his rookie year because of his because of how slim his his body was. Yeah, but he's so much stronger, and he does the flex thing. He's more confident. Yeah, you and you're right. Even though he feels better, even though we have Kemba on there, and he definitely brings the defensive side of things down quite a bit. With the upgrade of RJ, uh, not the upgrade of RJ, but the the upgrade of his defense, you know, you see where yeah. it's going. And with Obi, like we mentioned, um, and today at practice, you know, RJ, these words came out of RJ's mouth, which is great because some players will think this, but they won't say it. But he actually put it out into the ether. He told the media that he wants to be first team all defense. So for him to say that, you know how important it is to him. And that's like his main goal going out. You know, um, you know, no matter what kind of defense R.J. Barrett ever plays in his life, no one is ever voting him to first team all defense. <laughs> we'll see. You know, it's people. funny because if he, if they, the dude can't even make a top 100 list, he's going to get snubbed for all defense oh, every yeah. year. Easy, life. easy. And, you know, they, they followed it up with, well, you know, if you're, you know, devoting like all your energy and this and that to, to the defense, don't you feel like it's going to affect you on the offensive end? It's going to affect your stamina. And he said, you know, it didn't affect Michael Jordan. Damn. He has a lot of confidence, more than I've heard the past couple of years from him. I saw some MSG clip during the game, which I'm sure everyone heard it, where he was talking about how he thinks he's on the verge of becoming a special player. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's fucking exuding Like, who talks like that? I don't, do yeah. people even talk like that? Yeah. And RJ, he, he comes across as like soft-spoken, and when he gives these sound bites, he's, re, he's like very low energy, speaking-wise. Not on the court, but he's as... He's as bo- he's, as boring as he is on the court, he's even more boring in an interview. Very Except exciting. he's really confident. <laughs> Very unexciting. His uh, eyes are half closed. It's kind of like Blandy. Hmm. The defense has been good for him, but offensively, Barry, aside from maybe one quarter against the Celtics, where he instantly snapped out of it and helped us, you know, take a lead against them, he hasn't really done much of anything offensively. Which is fine. They don't Again, really need I'm not, him to. I, I'm, yeah, and I'm not worried I mean, every about- Every guy that's I think struggling, we don't need him to? Is that <laughs> his, what we're going to say? His number, we do need him to, but his numbers will get we there do need at him the to. end. Look, do. I don't think they need him to be necessarily the second leading scorer dropping 17 points a game like he did last year. I think with a full season of Rose and Fournier, and I don't think it's as, ne- as necessary oh as it was God. last year. It's not necessary, but you said the same thing for quickly. But he, he what he averaged? No, how many points RJ did he average last year? RJ. He, he was a third pick in the draft. All right, um, you know the, the hype, you know, surrounding him coming out of Duke, and 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 even the year that he had at Duke. You you need this guy to be a blue chip player. You need him to outperform Fournier. You need him to outperform Kemba. This is our guy. This is supposed to be our next franchise player. You know, kind of overlapping Julius Randle and take us into the future. Now, is it going to set us back a ton if he's not? No. The, you know, the, I, I have faith in this front office that they'll make changes and they'll adapt. But come on, we need him to be that guy. We want. You need him to, him to take a step not. up from last year. You know, he, he can't go backwards. He's well, what he's do you mean by step up? Like, would you consider it a step backwards if he doesn't average as many points a game? Yes, it would be. Really, you think so? Yes. You've, so if he drops, say to like. 16-something or 15-something because Fournier's there and, and Kemba's there. and a full, you, you, you would consider that? Yes. It, yes, because I think that you have to you have to want him to be a bigger part of the team, even though Fournier started off really well. And, I mean, Kemba hasn't. I want him to be a bigger part of the team than Kemba and Fournier. Yeah, especially when you look at the amount of minutes he's going to get compared to those two guys. Um I know, I know that they all start, but, you know, RJ's always the first one back in. He's always on that final, um, you know, the final lineup on the floor where obviously we've seen Kemba has yet to be. Um, and Fournier, it depends what Thibodeau's feeling that day, um, if he's going to be or not. Yeah, again, the same as last year, Julius Randle's leading the team in minutes, 38 minutes a game. And in second is RJ Barrett at 35. Craig, do you know what Julius Randle's leading the entire NBA in right now? 
I don't. Fantasy points. <laughs> Very nice. Always a good sign. <laughs> Came across that today. There you go. Do you guys want to listen to some voicemails? Because I think we're going to be able to talk a lot about what's happened if we just start playing some of our many voicemails that came in. We've got some competing voicemail levers. Competing voicemail levers? Yeah, voicemailers? <laughs> what do you say? Voicemail levers? No? Voicemail men? What is voicemail it? Voicemail men? Voicemailers? Mm, who, sure. you know, we had Ralph who was calling a lot. During the games, after the games, before the games, at any various points throughout the day. And now Brandon is rivaling him. Jay, play voicemail number two. Skip the first one. I want you to save the first one for the end, all right? For the end, okay. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I was just listening to the pod, and I was pretty, like, felt some type of way that Brandon said Hooper just left you like that. I would, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. He felt some type of way. Okay. You it's still right, feel though. good about that whole thing? Leaving what? Barry at it did, the game didn't bother alone? Me. It didn't bother me. I was just fucking around, so it didn't bother me. I'm, 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 I'm just fine. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> okay. Next one. Boy, Derek Rose just continues to amaze me. That past the top button he did a little while ago was something else. Talk to y'all later. It's Ralph. He's just getting warmed up. That was after the barking. <laughs> Yeah, that was after the barking. All right, next one. It's Brandon. What the fuck just happened? Going into overtime. Oh, that's all the way back to uh, Wednesday, opening yeah. night, huh? Oh, yeah. And and you could... Brandon sounded so down. That's right. We have a recording. Because how, how could you not after what happened? I mean, who so fell... Down. They fell down. They, still, they, they ended up with that open... Three. There was a yeah. lot of open threes that oh, they were Jalen giving up. Oh, Jalen Brown and the when Jalen Brown hit that like half court oh, three yeah. pointer, it was crazy to Oof. pull within three, and then what? Marcus Smart hit one at the buzzer. The Knicks game. I mean, Kemba was so bad at the end of that game, it, just giving up the ball over and over again. Again, shades of Alfred. To be honest, it was driving me nuts. But even on top of that, they shouldn't have lost. They shouldn't have gotten to overtime. No, but Boston uh, was just shooting from wherever. Or Jalen Brown getting was. a lot of open looks though. I know this is like the 14th time I've called. This is Brandon again. Like, <laughs> both teams can't miss from three. This is weird. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. Very unusual. Um, I don't know what he means by that. <laughs> I guess that's why he was calling. I'm a little confused by that too. What does he? What do you normally do with your hands? That 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 now you don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Very strange. All right, number seven. And now we're going into double OT. Oh my god! I don't know what to do. It's just it's just the first game of the season. My god! It feels like a finals game. What 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 do you do? What do you do? What do you do with those hands? <laughs> <laughs> We fucking won! The next one! <laughs> Nothing easy. Wow. Have you ever heard Ralph swear before? <laughs> that was... <laughs> no, with, with Ralph was kind of maniacal sounding. Holy Did you hear that cow. laugh? I can't believe he spoke that way. Play that one again. Did you hear the laugh? I don't think you picked up on it. We fucking won! The next one! <laughs> Nothing easy. It's like a Batman villain. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know you know what's going to be coming is brandon excited about the win i think this one's a little long though we made it is brandon i'm i'm in awe of this team evan fournier the signing has already outshadowed reggie bullock Reggie who? Right off the bat, we see the signing was worth. Oh, my God. I have, I'm speechless right now of the grit of this team. No bullshit. We should have won in regulation. But the grit, man, it's like this team never quit. 
and they trusted each other in game one. I am beyond ecstatic for this team. You know, I can breathe. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Go next. You know, just thinking about what Brandon was just saying there about, you know, you kind of forget about how long that first game was and how much it probably took out of them on opening night. So they, they played that first game on Wednesday, right? At home, that crazy game where they lost at the end, then went to double overtime. They were spent at the end of that. Two right. days later, they're traveling to Orlando for their second game on Friday, right? I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday Night yeah. Knicks. They blow them out. It's a pretty crazy couple days there to start the season. And then is it that shocking that they came back after that home to play Orlando, who they just demolished and had a little bit of a letdown? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a lot more had to do with the magic side of things, you know. Uh, yeah, they were embarrassed. They, they, they were completely embarrassed that game prior. They endured literally a, a beatdown by the Knicks, all the while being at their home court in front of a sellout crowd that was cheering louder for the Knicks than for them. So, you know, they, they were embarrassed and they, they came back and they were looking for revenge. What a game by Cole Anthony, that game, huh? Yeah. 29 points, 16 boards, and eight assists. How do you let a six foot three Cole Anthony get 16 rebounds? That should not happen. And the Knicks were establishing themselves through those first two games as a rebounding team. How do you let that happen? Huge letdown. How about Iggy Brasdakis? Huh? Took one to the to the to the face. It's too bad. Next one. Hey guys, DB. What a game. Uh, I just uh, there's so many highlights and so many players to to capture. I just want to uh, call attention to Obi Toppin. His contribution is completely night and day from last year. This guy looks like uh, just an amazing player, and I love seeing Tibbs go small and see it work. Uh, do you remember when all we could talk about last year was Obi's hips? Everyone's talking about his high hips can't play defense because of his high hips like he was born with some sort of birth defect uh this guy's great uh, i think he's gonna have a great year and i hope this call doesn't age poorly by the time you have a show and obi goes you know oh for 10 and you know gets toasted on defense but let's go Knicks. no he's still doing just fine even he even with the lackluster one for four. performance yeah no he was against Orlando. but I don't. Did I miss that last year? I don't remember a lot of high talk hips? about his oh, hips no. being we, too yeah, high. No, that was a big thing. He's got did high we talk hips. about that? Oh, I don't we remember talked that. about it a lot. You don't remember the high hips? No, I don't. Is Jay, is Jay joking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no Jay's idea. What the, I have no idea what the fuck <laughs> he's talking about. High hips. I don't even know what that means. I do think he does. It does seem like he has high hips. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually always felt that I yeah. have like a really short torso and long legs. So I think I understand. I think most what people that about. are six foot eight or taller have high hips. I think high it's just hips. the way he wears his shorts. <laughs> oh, we've never talked about the high hips. Platypusy feet, sure, but never high hips. No, it doesn't sound familiar to me. <laughs> Jay would remember. I think you yeah, would remember because I pick up on that weird stuff. But no. All right. Oh, my gosh. Voicemail 11 here. This is fucking history. This is fucking history. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Goosebumps. Wow. <laughs> wow. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Plan wow. just adding that in, making it confusing. Yeah, we're adding a drop right to the end of his voice. <laughs> Because confusing. He had goosebumps. That wow. was after the Boston win? Which is a sign of diarrhea, by the way. <laughs> That's so, right. I hope you're okay. Oh, is that why he said it? Maybe. I don't, I don't I think, think so. That I'm was gonna, still after the voice. Uh, uh, that was still after the Boston no. win. I wonder, did he get goosebumps when, when Doyce played for the first time? Mm. I'm curious. All right, next one. Yo, yo, it's Brandon. Just checking in. Um... And dominant, dominant game against the Magic. Oh, my gosh. Rough, man. I was really surprised with Rose seeing more three attempts. He's getting more confidence in shooting the three. He's sinking a lot more than ever before. I mean, everybody, I think it was like, what, 52, 53, three-pointers tonight? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I like to see uh, Julius and, and Toppin play together. 
it was actually pretty cool to see that Thibodeau is not really too uh, too scared to switch up the rotation a little bit. Um, and shout out to McBride, man, on that last. I mean, like we're up by so much, and he hustled back on that one breakaway dunk and and, and stopped that. So shout out to that. Anyway, super excited about this squad. I mean, we're up big and we're still diving after balls and trying to, you know, uh, we're still Ding up fighting through screens. You know, a lot of grit in this team, man. A lot of grit. Anyways, uh, until the next pod. Go next. I saw that Nerlens Noel seems like he's about to return. Is that right? I, mean, I didn't see that quick. I, I hope that if he does return against Philly, I hope that doesn't do anything to Obi's minutes. And the amount of time that Obi gets to play with Randall, because it does look good. Hit it, Blandy. Oh, Robinson, what a play. And Rose is doing awesome tonight. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Ralph and Brandon again. They call about the same play within, like, seconds of each other. Really? Yeah, play the next one. Here we go. Oh, 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 snap. Mitch just blocked the shit out of RJ Hampton like it was volleyball. It's your boy Brandon. I've enjoyed this game. We should be ahead by more, but whatever. That's a good game. Go Knicks. <laughs> Brandon is seemingly drunk on the Knicks at that point of the week. They won two in a row. They're probably up 10, 11, 12, 13 points against the Magic. And Brandon's feeling good. But then... He's not feeling so good. I, I hope that this is Brandon here. Hey, guys. It's Brandon again. Um, Very sloppy game. Very, very sloppy game, man. Just you hear the fucking difference? Depending too much on the three. You know, um, obviously, we had a, our heads blown up from last game because we were sinking everything, but did not work. Um, I don't know if everyone's just trying to be hero. You got Randall trying to isolate more wasn't working. I mean, I wish they did more uh, pick and pop, more uh, um, pick and roll, you know, use Mitch more. I don't know what the hell Fournier was doing, uh, dribbling into a double team, basically, and losing the ball. Um, uh, Kemba wasn't looking too hot either. But anyways, this is just the third game of the season. No big deal. We'll just move on. But just some things we need to work on. All right. I don't think you necessarily have to take less threes. You know, I think I think this team has enough shooting where they will fall from night to night. It's just the thing is you you can't give up 110 points to the Orlando Magic. That's your problem. And 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 your defense needs to stay on point and hold them down especially on the nights that your threes aren't falling. And in that second game against Orlando, they put together at least 3 runs that were like 10 10 nothing runs, 15 nothing runs. You can't let them hang on to that momentum. You got to get stops. You know, if you're not doing it at the other end, don't let them score unanswered possession after unanswered possession. You know, and and we didn't see that from them this game. And they let Terrence Ross just destroy them. Oh, my God. 22 fourth quarter points. And, you know, it seemed like he would have hit anything, but he he had wide open shots too, even after, you know, midway through that quarter when he was already on fire. In the two games against Orlando, do you know how many threes the Knicks took? Uh, 54 plus like 49, I want to say. So yeah, I'd say over a hundred. A hundred and two. Three pointers. But that's the modern day NBA. That's what, I mean, that's what the league is now. Is that normal to shoot 53 pointers in a game? No, no. No? But it's trending that way. No, no, that's high. That's high. But, um, but it's trending that direction. But hey, the Knicks have made more threes than any other team in the NBA. At least up until today, you know, after tonight, it's probably. Better. Hey, the, I just looked. I just saw the Celtics in game one against the Knicks, fifty-seven three-pointers. Just seems like a lot. Well, that was also double right, overtime. Oh, yeah. La- last year, it said teams averaged thirty-four point six per game, well ahead of the previous record mark of thirty-four point one from the season before. And that I think we talked about that last year. That the the, the numbers just continue to go up. Like, you know, over the last five years, they go up every year. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that is kind of excessive, but I mean, that's that's where you're headed, like Barry said. And at least the Knicks are, you know, not behind the eight ball. They're not, not behind the curve, you know, like they were last year. You know, they're again, it's only three games in, but at least they're they're in like those top categories, whether it's, you know, points per game, whether it's assists per game, you know, three pointers, all that stuff, all the analytics that you want to be in, they're making it a point to be there. 
you know, again, we gotta see if they keep it up. What's up everybody, DJ here once again. One day after the trashy game against the Magic. Oh boy, that was really damn horrible. Uh, especially the fourth quarter. Terrence Ross killing us again. He, he's killing us in every game, I think. Uh, but uh, two out of three ain't that bad. Uh, let's forget that game. Looking forward to prepare for the game against the uh, Sixers tomorrow. And I think we will win this by five points, I, I would think. Okay. <laughs> Peace, guys. Are right, you ready for the last one? I guess. Wait, this hold one on. Is... We're going to do a little different. Uh, okay. Barry, are we going? Are we going to go? Are we still going to that game tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. you you asked the other day, and I well, I didn't hear about it for a couple of days. Yeah, it's still happening. How'd you get tickets? I bought them, but you I got a good them? deal on them. Uh, my my season ticket holder friend um had a couple of tickets he was going to sell, so he offered them to me for less than face value. So. Yeah, so we'll be there. Is that because Jason couldn't go, or where no. was I in the number of people that you asked? How many people said no before you asked me? One. This is the first time even hearing about it, so I wasn't asked. So you didn't ask. At least you didn't ask Blandy first. It wasn't. You didn't no, ask I didn't me. ask Blandy first. How could I ask Blandy first? He went to the last one. Who'd you ask? The guy in the bike shop first. I did ask somebody, not the guy I went to last time. One of my workers is a big <laughs> Knicks fan, and I know he I would never care. go to a game. I, I asked really him, don't but care. whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't Mike fucking Breen. matter. Did you ask Mike Breen? All right, y'all hear that music? Wait, there's one. It is time. There's... Did I just? Did I not just say that we were doing it a little differently? Okay. God damn, right. Barry. You did say that. <laughs> y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. As Blandy's fucking shaking his head here, and Blandy. Listen, you can shake your head all you want. The reason we're doing it differently is because you've been lackluster lately in your Clarkson Avenue commercials. I have? And we fucking got a voicemail about it, okay? And that's oh. why we're playing a voicemail here to maybe inspire you. Okay. To give a little more fucking juice huh. to these Clarkson Avenue crumb cake commercials. All right? So play the play the last voicemail. Okay. Hey, boys. It's Brandon. Um... I, uh, I'm a little concerned, Thought I should let you know, just listen to the new pod and, uh, Blandy, you let me down, man. Let me explain. When I get my Clarkson Avenue crumb cake, uh, announcements in the, in the pod, it's usually the highlight of the pods that I listen to because I look forward to getting a semi chub. When you talk about the cake, <laughs> you know, Blandy, for, for a little bit there, I honestly thought that you, you actually fucked the crumb cakes. He does. I didn't feel like that today. And, um, there was a, a little bit of a stoppage with the music, no, no sexy music. It'd come and go. Blandy, it seems like you're rushing through the, uh, the ad. So boys, I need to get my semi chub on. Let me know hmm. what's going on with the crumb cakes. I need to know about the cream. I'm starting to get a little rub right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just like you know. <laughs> What? Okay. All right, Brandon. So uh, let's let's do it like no one else can do it here, Blandy. All right. Bring I... some passion. Some passion back. Brandon, it's time to unzip your pants because Blandy <laughs> is about to give it to you like never before. Blandy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the play on the music. All right, don't worry okay. about it because we're going right. to do it right for Brandon here. There's going to be no coming and going with the music. You can just focus. Just I want you to close your eyes right now. I want you to picture a, a whole assortment of crumb cakes arrived at your door. Okay? They're brought in for you. And it, you can now start unwrapping them and doing whatever you want to them. For Brandon. Well, I think, first of all, I'm going to unwrap those crumb cakes really really <laughs> slowly like take my time um caress every inch yeah of the when you box. do that is it is there tape or is it as i do so um 
There, there is tape, and then the interesting thing is that the cake itself inside the box is like in a bubble wrap. So you're not only just unwrapping the box that the cake is in, you then have to physically unwrap the cake inside of the box from this bubble wrap. And do you treat so, the do you treat the crumb cakes with respect as you're doing oh, this, or do you just tear the clothes off? No, no, I go nice and slow. Nice and I slow. I go, I go slow. I want to show it how much it means to me. I want it to really, really um, feel my passion for it. Even though inside you're like about to explode. Oh yeah, I mean, I want to just tear that thing right off and just, just go right at it immediately but i take my time you want to make it last because it's not just about me it's about the cake too yeah she deserves she deserves to be pleased yes most (laughs) definitely most definitely and then i sink my teeth into that especially with the uh the pumpkin the great pumpkin the cake of the month that white creamy cream cheese frosting that just oozes out of your mouth with every bite it's just spectacular it just explodes in your mouth bite after bite after bite have has your wife or kids ever walked in on you when you were fucking the crumb cake i'm sorry come again Mommy, we walked in on Daddy, and we just saw his butt in the air. What goes on between Daddy and a crumb cake is a special thing. And <laughs> just know that Daddy and the crumb cake love each other very, very much. Is that is that all you got for Brandon? You think he's finished? I, <laughs> <laughs> I Brandon, I don't know. you good? <laughs> you, do you need a big? Is there need to be a big finish here for him, or is that gonna do it? I. I think we've done enough. I think we've done enough past, here. Did you get him past semi status and you know? Uh, yeah, he said he only chub? needs like a semi chub. Okay, so that should have that should have gotten him to that point. All right, from holiday gift boxes to the world famous Crumkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to clarksnavcrum.com. Use promo code HardnixLife for twenty three percent off your order and free shipping. Right, Jay? Free shipping. That's right. On the crumb cake of the month, free shipping. All right, that music is in. Landy, give it right. to us again. So uh, just an update on uh, Kyrie and the Nets. Nets are one and two right now. Uh, there was a protest outside the Barclays Center, however, yesterday. About 100 or so people um, with a lot of uh, crazy signs. You know, we stand with Kyrie. Nets are two uh, and two, Landy. Oh, what, they win tonight? Yeah. Okay. So that game is over. So, yeah, a whole bunch of people at some point. At one point, they actually were trying to push through the barriers. They actually had to lock the doors to the Barclays Center. Uh, there was a police presence there. If you take a look at the crowd, it it didn't look like these were all Kyrie Irving, New Jersey Nets fans. It looked like it was, you know, a bunch of people hijacking Kyrie's um you know, stance to try and, and make a political point. But so it, it did get bad enough that, like I said, they had to, uh, they had to close, they had to lock the doors at the, at the Barclays Center. What a fucking, I saw those photos. What a depressing scene <sighs> for opening night in Brooklyn. Yeah. I, it was sad. It was sad. You got the Knicks fans being lunatics, all that energy. I'm trying not to compare, but how can you not? And then in Brooklyn, you have not even Nets fans. Just, just with signs saying, we stand with Kyrie. And did you see how empty it was at the beginning of the game? The actual stadium? No, I didn't was, see the game. Yeah, it, I did. And I, I looked. It, it was, was like, empty. It was about eight minutes into the first quarter, I think. Yeah, it was, was, it was pretty empty. Now, I read somewhere that people don't usually get there on, on time anyway. But, I mean, it seemed pretty damn empty for opening night with a team that, you know, everybody's picking to win the championship. Uh, the NBA has named its top 75 players of all time. 25 years ago, they named the top 50. And so here they did the top 75. Nine people that have played for the New York Knicks were named to that list. Um, Patrick Ewing, Earl Monroe, Willis Reed, Clyde, 
Mello, Dave DeBusher, Jerry Lucas, and Bob McAdoo. Although, you know, I think Lucas and McAdoo only spent a couple of years with the with the Knicks. I mean, the other seven really, well, even if you count Mello, are, are, are true Knicks. Uh, there was some conversation about people that got left off the list. Clay Thompson, I know, was upset about not being left, uh, not put on the list. I mean, I, I don't know. Is Clay Thompson one of the top 75 players of all time? And actually, the list is 76 people because there was a tie with two people. I don't, I don't know who, though. Uh, speaking of Mello, Mello passed Moses Malone to become the ninth highest scoring player in NBA history. I think the next person, the, number eight on the list is Shaq, but he's like 1,200 points behind Shaq, so he more than likely will not pass Shaq. He did that in a game for the Lakers the other night. He led the team with 28 points. Uh, the Ben Simmons situation continues to get stranger and stranger. You know, we talked about that last week. Tobias Harris, we played those clips, said that everything was cool. They don't get upset. And then like the next day at practice, he was, uh, sent home and for conduct detrimental, detrimental to the team. And then like the next day he came out and said that he wasn't psychologically prepared to practice and to play for the team. And so I think starting today, they've stopped finding him every every day for not like participating. I guess once you you know claim that it has to do with mental health, I guess we're in a position right now where nobody wants to question that. It's also his back too, apparently. Uh, did you guys see the uh, face-off between Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard Friday night in the Laker game? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. They, oh, they oh yeah, yeah, during the game on the side. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Bench. Davis, when uh, Howard was sitting down, timeout. Davis went up to him, said something. Howard didn't like it. Got up in his face. They had to be separated. Howard got pushed down, and then they had to be separated again after he got back up. They said everything's cool though. Something about a blown assignment on a pick and roll or something. Yeah, and hey, who knows? It could have been underlying uh, feelings that Dwight Howard had about being snubbed from the list, and Anthony Davis was on the list. Top seventy-five mm-hmm. could have been pissed off about that. It was some, how many uh, current Lakers? How many current Lakers are on the NBA seventy-five? Oh, Mello, current Lakers: LeBron and and Russ and Anthony, and Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, and Anthony Davis. So, so four, yeah. four current Lakers <laughs> on NBA seventy-five. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, what else do I got here? Oh, a pair of Air Jordans. I shouldn't say that. Not a pair of Air Jordans. A pair of Michael Jordan sneakers. That he wore in the fifth game of his career, sold for one point five million dollars on Sunday, which is the record for a pair of sneakers sold at auction. They were also autographed by by Jordan. It better be so. And then, last but not least, this was a weird one I came across today. Uh, there is a guy who was a former ball boy. We don't know for what NBA team who made a video recently on TikTok talking about how the biggest dick essentially that he had to uh that he worked with was uh, or player that he dealt with was was Richard Jefferson uh claiming that Jefferson was always condescending and it was the biggest jerk that he he met and I guess Richard Jefferson made his own TikTok video to uh refute these claims and said that yes I I did not speak to this guy I really didn't pay much attention to him uh, I didn't interact with him, but the reason I didn't interact with him is because he was basically always looking at everybody's penis. Although he used the word junk. What he's saying is true. I never interacted with him, but let me explain why. You literally admit to looking at our junks when we were in the locker room. That's why I didn't interact with you. That's why I avoided you. That's why I didn't talk to you because you were looking at our junks the whole time. And actually, I did see a clip of this guy's video and he talks about in the video how the tip of Richard Jefferson's junk reaches his kneecap. So hold on, I'm confused. He said that Richard Jefferson had the biggest dick? No, he said this, he was the or biggest he was dick. the biggest dick. Well, this or guy <laughs> has posted videos on TikTok where he's talked about the size of basketball players' penises and compared them. And then so he, he makes another it, one. It's no secret that he's looking at them. Yeah, no, no. And That's then he posted up. another one where he said the biggest asshole he ever had to deal with was Richard Jefferson. And then Richard Jefferson just came back and said, yeah, well, there's a reason I was an asshole yeah. to you because you were so, always staring at our penises and comparing them. 
Now, did he respond to that? Not yet that I see. Not, not wow. that I've seen. So, wh- what do you say about the tip? What goes how? Where he does said, it go? In, in the kids, in the kid, in the guy's video, he talks about the tip of Richard Jefferson's dick reaching his his kneecap, and that's not the big, and it's not the biggest one he's seen. Well, that I, that I don't know. There's so there's a bigger one than than reaching the I, kneecap. I, I don't know. It would I fall out know. of his shorts when he's running down the court. All I know is in the one video he says that his tip hits. His kneecap, and I guess he has multiple videos where he's talking about the size of players' dicks. And yeah, it's, it's the up. kneecap. So what do you tape that around your? You wrap that around yourself? Wrap it around. I mean, it. You would maybe he wears <laughs> like not what? Maybe he wore Tied those like knot, those yeah. little you... the tight shorts underneath his shorts. You know, mm. keep it in place and so, roll you know, it up like a cinnabon. Mm. Oh, is that what happens? Like you mean like in a twirl, right, Barry? Like yeah, like yeah. Like, sir, can you do that? Like fruit by the foot, or like bubble tape? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, oh God. What we a should reach out to, to Richard Jefferson see if he could comment on that. So he's the biggest dick, and and he's got a big dick. Yeah. I don't really understand how there could be. No, whatever. It's way too much time to be talking about dicks. I just thought it was interesting because it was Richard Jefferson, and you know he is a dick. He is a dick. So why don't you just bounce? Why don't you bounce some balls out okay. of here? All right, and that's the way the basketball bounces. Barry's struggling. You were struggling through that news segment, Barry. The whole thing. Oh, oh yeah. Eh. Blandy, when Barry's yawning like that, this doesn't. Isn't that rude? I'm not paying attention to him. I just focus not on what all. I have to do. I'm hyper focused on getting the news out there. <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm not even listening to you. I'm, I'm watching Blandy. I mean, Barry. Yawn. <laughs> I'm not doing it for Barry. I'm, I'm doing it for the fans. I'm doing it for the to the listeners. All right, guys. So. That's going to do it for tonight's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnickslife on Twitter. Barry at Barry Dworkin and Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. Remember, if you like us, tell your friends, leave us a five-star rating and or positive reviews wherever you listen. And check out patreon.com backslash hardnickslife to find out how you can become a bigger part of the show than you already are. Even bigger than Brandon. Bigger than Ralph. Bigger than DJ. Well, nobody can get bigger than DJ. Let's not forget DB. Or DB, whose dog, we have not heard from the dog in some time, and I am concerned. Maybe the dog is dead. Maybe maybe it's dead. DB would be suspect number one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we won't tell anyone, DB. We will not release the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, I'll see you tomorrow. Or tonight. That's whenever right. It depends when you're listening. But I'll see you at the Philly game. That's right. That's right. I will not leave early. I give you my word. Are these just regular tickets? They're not Delta Club tickets, but we are very close, um, right behind the baseline. It's honestly better. You just need, I want to just focus on the game, not how much food I'm eating. I'm not there to just eat a bunch of food and then leave early, all right? <laughs> and actually watch the game. Predictions. Are we going to win by five points, like DJ said? I've been to a bunch of Sixers games, and they tend to be really close. We always lose, but that was in the past. I'm hoping that, you know, like I said before, this team's going to come out with a lot of intensity, and I think it's going to be really close. Just hopefully we can pull out the win because they are a good team. Will R.J. Barrett score 20-plus points? No. Yes. Will Obi Toppin score 25-plus points? 25-plus points? No. Yes. What? (laughs) Will Julius Randle get a triple-double? No. Yes. 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 Give it to him. Will Mitchell Robinson go injury-free? Yes. No. Will Mitchell Robinson and Joel Embiid exchange words? Yes. Visibly. (laughs) Yes. Get into an altercation. Mitchell's probably inviting his tongue a little bit because he weighs a fifth of what Embiid weighs. (laughs) Until now. All right, Barry, I'll see you there. Let's talk later about where the fuck we're meeting, all right? All right, guys, until next time. No schedule? Oh, Landy, you want to do the schedule? Do it. 
Okay. So you got Tuesday night, first Philadelphia at home. You got Thursday at the Bulls, and you've got Saturday at the Pelicans to close out the week. Well done. Thank you. All right, guys. That just made Blandy's night. Fuck you, Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.